Welcome to the Front Porch Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. Welcome to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Grayson Willis, and today I'm joined by Renee Torres. Renee, thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Grayson. Thank you for inviting me today, and I'm so happy to do this work. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for being willing to share with us. Yeah, Renee will be sharing his testimony today. Uh, Renee, just start out telling us about where you're from and about how you grew up. Well, uh, I'm from from Puerto Rico, uh, growing in the city of Ponce. Uh, Living in Ponce, I remember that was uh, removed from my real family to my foster family, and I grew up to my 12 years old. And after that, they sent me back to my real family again, you know, saying, and uh, so that's my chore. So what was it like the first 11 or 12 years growing up in a foster family before uh, going back to your uh, biological family? Well, it was uh, a wonderful family. They grow me up. Um, There's a Christian family, too, and I remember the... There's a farmer, and, uh-huh. and I'm so blessed living with them. And uh, after this moment, we're still in communication, you know. I, I remember that uh, every time when I have a chance, the last two, three or four, I think it was 2015. After 15 years, I uh, went to Puerto Rico and I visited, and they opened the door for me. And it was, I stay over there with them and enjoy the, the visit, you know, thing, right. together. So, yeah. so you mentioned that... Uh, the foster family grew up in was a Christian family. So what are your earliest memories of going to church or your experience in Christ? Well, I remember the, for some reason in, in the life, you know, uh, when I was moving to my real family, uh, I, I take a, around like when I had maybe 14 years old, I remember that I have trouble. And, well, they sent me to the juvenile <laughs> And I went to the juvenile uh, around 14 years to 16 years, I think I remember. Not all the life in, in the juvenile jail, but I was in the, in the, like a Christian camp too. Right. But uh, I remember the first time when I met uh, with somebody uh, and walking to the, to the area that I was, you know, in the juvenile. Uh-huh. And he told me that I have something for you. And, and I said, what do you have for me? And he gave me a blue New Testament. And he say, Jesus loved you. And I said, oh, thank you. And I remember I take the New Testament with me. And I, every night when I go into the bag, I just try to read some verse of the Bible. And I remember one of the verse of the Bible. The first verse of the Bible that I remember was uh, Palm uh, 23. You know? uh-huh. and, and this is one of the, still in my my brain, still in, I remember. So, and around uh, two or three weeks, uh, they celebrate like a survey, special survey in the, a conference room. And uh, when they, they preached, you know, and, and, and I think it was the evangelic okay. preaching about God. And when everything's done, and he say, hey, who want to receive Jesus today? And I remember that I was uh, a little bit nervous. And my, my knee shaking. And, mm-hmm. and, but I raised my hand and I say, you know, I said to Jesus, I think it was in 1980s, 
80 something. I, I had just 14 yeah. years, 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was my first experience uh, when I received Jesus. And, and the old journal, you know, so it's, uh, it's like you say, you know, you, uh, you, you start, you know, you may be on the level, uh, up and down, up and down, until today. Uh, I just, I just know, you know, to say I'm really happy with everything God worked on myself. Yeah. Right. So it sounds like you really used your time there at the juvenile Christian facility there to have a pastor first give you a Bible and tell you that God loves you and that Jesus loves you. And then you said they had a service while you were there and you felt the Lord, I guess, tugging on your heart to accept him as your savior. And uh, you mentioned one of the books that really stuck out to you was Psalm 23. What about that scripture really sticks out to you? Well, when I start reading at the front, at the moment, uh, I just reading like uh, you know, like a, like a book, like right. a regular book. Right. But I want to continue reading every other day, especially in the night when I get into the bed, you know, and I reading it. It lowers my chirp, you know. Right. So uh, I declare, you know, that's the God. He's my my father. He, he's my and I take these scriptures uh, for me, you know. Right. He taught to me, you know in the Bible, you know, he talked to me. And no matter what happened, no matter where you're going, he's going walking with me Amen. everywhere, you know, so. And I'm 40-something right now, right. <laughs> and, and I have experience that right. really right. the Bible is completely true. Amen. Anywhere the Bible is going, or you got, whoever got the Bible in the hands, yeah. it's true. It's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great verse. Uh, it says, that, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. That's great encouragement. And uh, anything else uh, that you would like to share? Um, when you went back with your real family, when you were about 12 years old or so, anything you'd like to share about any memories or anything like that? Well, for me, my real family, uh, I love all my family. I have brothers, sisters, and the Bible show me, uh, uh, there's a verse in the Bible, we need to love everyone, you know. Right. No matter what happened, no matter what's going, you need to love, you know. Right. And you have to forgive, you know, right. uh, people. Saying. And this is the past, you know. I like to talking about the present and the, right. and the future. Right. right. And, and the Bible said on, on the uh, Corinthians, Second Corinthians, you know, right. five seventeen. I don't have any English right now, but I don't know. You know, which right. verse you can find if you want. Grace and yeah, English, and you can read for me. So that's just one of the second verse of the Bible that I keep on my heart. Second Corinthians five seventeen. I'll just go ahead and read it before we uh, continue. It says, "Whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creation." The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. Amen. That's so, what I say. You know. Amen. So, uh, uh, and I trust again, and I believe in what the Bible says. This is the promise, you know, the God. And this is another one of the verse of the Bible that I keep in my. I know right. the verse of the Bible. Right. You know, memory. Completely. Right. And a couple more, but. Uh, if you read the Bible, no matter how many times you read the Bible, you find a lot of precious verses right. talk to right. your heart. Yeah. And when you're talking about my real family, yeah, I, I still love my family. Uh, 
when I was two or three years ago, I think two years ago, yeah, two years ago, uh, my mom, she, real mom, she passed away. Oh. And, and, and I feel in completely peace, you know, because I love her and, and I don't have anything with any of, the, of my family, you know, anything like, hey, you know, nothing's wrong, you know. So it's just every each brother, we grow separately, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was one of them too, you know, mm-hmm. and I grow in a foster home. And, and, and the foster family and my real family, they're all together. And mm-hmm. they already talked together some time mm-hmm. before. And there's, they're safe for me, you know. There's right. my family. They're still mm-hmm. my family. And, yeah, this is the love of my heart for my family, from well, the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry uh, to hear about the passing of your mom, but yeah. it sounds like you're at peace and know that yeah, she's in a better place. Absolutely, and, yes, yes. And uh, before I continue, anything else that you would like to share about your time Growing up in Puerto Rico and living in Puerto Rico. Well, growing in Puerto Rico, I remember that I was part of the uh, rescue department, you know, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot of things about, you know, rescue. And, mm-hmm. and I was so skinny, you know, and not right now, like I look, <laughs> I look right now. But, and I remember I do rappelling, you know, uh-huh. and, and, and for some reason, we have some uh, uh, coal, about the system, a 911 system, and, and one day we went to the uh, family home, and I'm sorry to say that, but one of the, that when we went to the place, it, the, the, the the situation was uh, one of the teenagers, uh-huh. he killed his, himself, oh, that's and, and, and that's break my heart, so uh, teenagers like that, you know, and, and, and I say, uh, talking by, by myself at the moment, he say, God, forgive this guy, and, yeah receiving you, you know, yeah. and a lot of situations, you know, uh, everywhere uh, that we went to the, uh, respond to the emergencies, uh-huh. I remember that we need to uh, pray, you know, pray like a short pray because uh, we're on the road in emergency, we're responding, you know, and we never know, you know, what's going on uh-huh. in, the, in the matter of the, stuff, the emergency, you know, so uh, I remember that uh, growing in Puerto Rico and I work in different places like uh, for myself, you know, when I say for myself, valley uh, parking, uh-huh. and a lot of things. I remember a, a lot of things I do for myself, you know, and to try to keep some money, some cash right. in my pocket. And one day I remember I bought a, uh, it was my birthday, and I think maybe my family, they don't know the. It was my birthday, probably. I don't remember if they know or no, but I just bought, stopped in the bakery and I buy the cake and I bring it to the house and, and, and I bring a uh, liter of soda and I put it in the table and I put the candles and I start singing, Happy Birthday, Renee, by myself. <laughs> and everybody looked, Oh, it's your birthday. You're sorry. So it was amazing, you know, because I bring every, my sister at the moment and my mom to the table. And just like that, we have a, a wonderful just because God put in my heart, right. just do it, you know, right. just do it like that. Right. And I call the attention at that moment, and, and I remember that too. Right. And there's a lot of things, raising. if we continue talking, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of experience, a lot of uh, wonderful, you know, uh, uh, blessing things, you know, right. so, but yeah. One thing that really stuck out to me that you talked about was about working with a rescue team, the yeah. emergency team, and it sounds like God really used you to minister to families in tough circumstances. Yes, uh, 
at that moment, I think it's yes, because I remember the one day uh, one of my, I think one of my brother uh, hurt his neck or ankle, I think, I don't remember. And I was not in the house, but when they called to the emergency, you know, emergency right. uh, department, so mm -hmm. I was in the, in serving like a volunteer because I, I don't get any pay for that. And one, remember one of the volunteers, the more hours spent in the uh, rescue department, mm -hmm. it was me. It was uh, early in the morning until midnight and come home, take a shower quickly and go back, okay? Just for keep me out of distraction, you know, keeping uh -huh. busy and keep me out of the street, you know, just right. keeping busy. And yes, it, it was a good one. And the other thing that stuck out to me, you were talking about your birthday and your family forgot, <laughs> so you got a cake and brought it to the house yeah. and how, you know, they felt bad that they had forgotten your birthday, but it brought your family together. So God really used that for you to minister to your family in that time. Yes, you're right. Yeah, that's what, that's what I think. Uh, uh, everything, I, see, I think it's one of the verses of the Bible. It's nothing happened to God, you know. Right. Everything happens for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Thank you, Grace. So uh, when I do that, uh, it's just for cold attention, you know. Right. Like I say, I not forget my birthday, but right. uh, I can't say everybody forget. Oh, right. my mom forget. I, I just no, you know. They probably don't have enough money to do nothing, you know, at right. the moment. Right. I just remember just watching a couple vehicles and I make it like it's uh, fifty-five dollars a day. It just $10 making me happy with everybody in the house right. at that moment. So uh, talk about what age about you were and what brought you to the States, I the guess state, I yes. should say. Well, Grayson, uh, I remember the last time, uh, I think I was 26 years, 26 years old, yeah, in 1999. Yeah, in 1999, I remember that uh, still working with like volunteer at the rescue department. And one of the guys told me, uh, hey, Renee, look what I got in the newspaper. You know, he said, they're looking people for Virginia to work in a portrait plant. And they pay the flight ticket, they pay you lunch, and then, 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 all that kind of stuff like that. The only thing you need to go is to the appointment at the Employment Commission. Uh -huh. And I say, well, I don't know. In Spanish, you know, we're talking Spanish. I, I never speak Spanish, English before. I told you, Grace, never, ever, you know. Yeah. So... Uh, everything starting here. <laughs> There's another story. You know? right. But anyway, I uh, remember I went to the employment commission and they do a, t a drug test. They do a couple questions. They show you video, you know, a couple things and, and all the process, paperwork, all kind of paperwork they needed, uh, driver li not driver license, ID, all kind of stuff like that, birth certificate, oh, a lot of documents. So anyway, so uh, they say, we call you back. And when we get all the information you bring, uh, and we call you back to let them know what happened. So, and I remember, yeah, they called to the uh, uh, emergency department, you know, the rescue department. Right. They said, asking for Renee. And, and that day I was not in the uh, the facility. I was in a, maybe my grandma. I was somewhere uh -huh. anyway. And uh, somebody found me and said, hey, you, you received a call from the employment commission. They want to talk to you. Okay, yeah, okay, I call back again. So when I call again to the plumbing commission, nobody answered the phone, and I call again, nobody answered the phone, and I tried for the 
maybe third time and, and somebody say hello yeah okay yeah my name is Rene Torres and I get all my information okay Rene yeah okay let me tell you something uh you're ready to fly to Virginia and I say and they talking is talking to me in Spanish anyway right and they told me uh are you ready to uh, you're available to fly on um, January the 6th 1999 it was in 1999 right and I say like that yes right. I'm ready and And I had to wait maybe like three, three or couple, three week, three or four week. I think one month, waiting one month to get, get uh, January, you know. That day I uh, celebrated the Christmas day in Puerto Rico. So it was in January. January. So what I do was uh, uh, I told the com- uh, co-workers, you know, the farming, and, and they collected for me like $700. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and then nobody told me, just they gave me an envelope and I say, Renee, thank you so much for everything. We're gonna miss you, but I think you're going to start uh, build your life, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just started crying a little bit, you know. Yeah. And that day I remembered, and it, it was wonderful that having people like try to, you know, help you and right. you helping them. And, and it was a good relation. Right. It was a good relationship. That's 1999 for the first time. Let's say first time, but I come to here to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, Virginia, I've right. made it like 21 years here. Right. I can't believe it. Uh, you know, so uh, I never moved to any other states, right. just here. You know, and right. I like the country when I come. It was so exactly same like what I live with my foster family. Uh-huh. It's country, you know. Right. I like it. And, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Well, that was a blessing that uh, God had your friends in Puerto Rico. Yeah collect that money unexpectedly but god that's how he is he just looks out for our every need and uh he knew that uh, you needed that to come here and start your life here in virginia so uh talk about how you ended up at uh harrisonburg first church of the nazarene or esperanza viva for our spanish <laughs> campus yeah here. well this is a <laughs> this is another story <laughs> When I come to Virginia, I remember I started visiting different churches in the town, small churches, and and I keep, you know, uh, so a little bit confusing, you know. So uh, one day I uh, see the Spanish newspaper in the town, they call it like Nueva Raices, and I pick one because I saw something in, I think it was in the, in the first page, Anyway, it's called my attention when, when I saw the newspaper and I say, uh, Esperanza Viva, Pastor Samuel, uh-huh. you know, uh, we got a, a, a place for you, no matter how is your situation. Right. So you are part of the, the church or something like that. I, I remember that helping you. I think I, 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 I used a scissor and I cut them uh-huh. and I have my home somewhere all my stuff, you know, right. but I, I keep it. So, and I remember I come to the, this church, uh, I think it was in uh, 2005, yeah, it was 2005, and I remember the uh, Spanish uh, congregation, they started growing, and it started, uh, they were meeting before in the Wesley right. Kitchen, and right. they moved to this one of the rooms, uh, it was uh, 111 right now, yeah. and now, Was the it was what this is one of the rooms that I meet with Pastor Sang. He waiting outside for for people, and he said, "Oh, buenos dias, welcome." So they said, "Oh, hold on a second. I tell him in Spanish. Let's say, hold on a second. I just come for visiting. I just come for visiting." He said, "Oh, but welcome, welcome." He said, and I told him, "You know what? Because I'm so confused. 
for me, all the pastors, they're saying, I was a little bit angry. I don't know, you know. But when I was sitting in the, in the chairs, and I remember it was Carlos Madrid, I think Salope, Susie. There was a couple, you know, like six people in, in this room. And pastor signed give it off, uh, 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 like a class, a study, right. something like that. And, well, that day, I'm leaving, and I saw Pastor Sam. Pastor Sam said, we see you later. He said, I'm oh, not sure. <laughs> so when I go next day, next week on Sunday, I was here again. Uh-huh. And that Sunday, I was here. And uh-huh. past Sunday, past Sunday, 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 Sunday. Uh-huh. Two days, my, say, 13 years here, but as uh-huh. we count to 2005, it was 16 years right. that I attended to this church. Right. It was, uh, that happened, uh, it was, you know, mystery, you know. Right. I remember the great song, uh, when the face to the other side of uh, right. this building, it was uh, under construction. Right. And I working for Matt Daniel, and I remember in the morning we go and take it that way to go to Roto and like a shortcut, you know. Right. And I saw the church and still building construction, and, and I say, talking by myself, and I say, wow, that church is pretty bigger. Right. Bigger. But I'm not going to be there. Right. That's what I think. That's right. what I say. But God have another plan. Right. Yeah. yeah I'd say no, right. but God say yeah, you. Go. Right. <laughs> so at this moment, I'm here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God has a bigger plan for us than Absolutely. we have for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been 15 years now. So time really flies that you've, you thought you were coming maybe for one visit, but now you've been here for 15 years. 15 years. That's, that's so, right. Yeah. And I know so, so many, uh, so many people. One of the things that I really love in, in this place is the family, the people, right. uh, and all the staff, right. pastor. Yeah. But there's one of the called my attention is God give me a privilege to see how many key in Kids Harbor. Uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. And they say, Mr. Renee, everybody, right. and they say hi, they say hello, right. yo, whatever. Right. And now they're grown. Right. So some of the kids that I saw before, they're not right. kids. They're married now. So, right. and yes, it does just break my, put my heart happy uh-huh. yeah, to see that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of kids for two, sixteen years. You say fifteen right. years, right? Yeah, fifteen years. That's a lot of, a lot right. of kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of those kids might have kids now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you work here at uh, Church of the Nazarene and uh, in Harrisonburg on the facilities team. So uh, if you want to talk about uh, when you started that and just some of the experiences working sure. here. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, <laughs> I went to uh, working on uh, Walmart, this no, Walmart on uh, Burgess Road. Uh-huh. Yeah, Walmart. I work in the frozen department, and, mm-hmm. but I attended the church and working over there right. and. I remember that time, that the day, one day when I worked in the frozen department, I saw Sanchez walking through Walmart, right. and he looking for me, uh-huh. and because they already told me, you know, I remember that uh, they told me the offering, the, the right. you know, the job, tell me go fill the application, and right. see what we can do, and well, for two, I think for two or three times, I now responded to the application in Sanchez. Walking to Walmart and looking for right. me. Right. <laughs> I think if it was Rick Ginder, he still he told Sancho, he said, "Go get it, go get it," <laughs> yeah. because Rick is working here by himself right. that day. I remember right. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he went to the Walmart and he said, "Hey, Renee, you want the job or no one?" Yeah. <laughs> I said, "All right, 
We'll see you later over there. Two o'clock, I think I, when I come to the church, it was Tammy working uh, downstairs. Mm -hmm. I remember Tammy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, in Sancho, in Rick. Well, give me an application. It was a process, like everybody, you know. And right. I think uh, Vicky Doe, she take the application right. and evaluate, you know, check everything, background, right. everything I know. And it was a blessed moment when they told me, uh, you hiring, you know, you, you, you know, you want the job? Right. You're part of that. That's it's here. You got right. it. So well, it was nice. And Pastor Sam gave me a reference to that day, uh -huh. and it was another blessing because right. oh, Pastor Sam, oh Pastor, they're saying for me, but I don't know how Pastor Sam was right. blessed in my heart for a lot of years. You know, and I love Pastor Sam, all the staff, everybody. Yeah, and I'm here, Grace. I'm here. Right. I'm here. Right. Me, 13 years of uh, facility right. care. Yeah. Right in all different departments, different areas. Right. It's, it's an amazing right. place. Right. Well, you're a blessing to us, and we appreciate having you here. And I know it was a blessing from God to bring yeah. you here. And uh, just in, we have a few more minutes. If you would, anything else that you would like to share, maybe about your family? I know you're married. Uh, anything else yeah. that I haven't asked yeah. you already? Right. Um, another thing that I can't quite to no, I don't want to leave to say uh, the years that, that I'm being, you know, here in this church, Grayson, right. uh, I never think in my life, uh, I know I do some by myself in Puerto Rico, and here before uh, attending this church, it was mm -hmm. serving to the people, helping right. people, the communities, and, right. and especially the homeless people, you know. Right. And, and but when I saw this church, uh, how the church serving to the community around right. the world and here in the local, you know, area in right. different ways and, and open my heart to continue serving because right. the testimony of this church is is amazing, you know. Right. It's a good place for the community. So I never think in my life that I'm going to, to fly over the sea uh -huh. to serve in other countries right. like Guatemala. For, right. I think I went to the Guatemala like two, two times or three right. times. I don't remember when I went to Guatemala. Right. It was an amazing journey to work together, especially with Heidi. Right, know. right. And Pastor Katie went too. Right. I remember that. Yeah, it was nice to do that. And here, uh, another blessing. It was a church blessed my life a couple, two years ago, I think. Uh -huh. No. Me with my now my wife right. Ellie Torres, right. and we married this church. This is another thing right. I never, I never think that I, I was in the gonna be in the stage like right. that. Uh, I tell you, I covered a lot of wedding, a lot of uh, events here in wedding, including wedding, and I saw and I talking by myself. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's mm -hmm. You know, it was a blessing. It, uh, right. But the church blessed my wife, myself, you know, we, everybody uh, remembered uh, that many people come here and not even idea that right. going to be happening. But Angela Saib in, in the church and the rest of the staff, and they prepare everything. I can say uh, it was a surprise for me. So Felicidad, she working hard together with Angela Saib and, and a lot of volunteers. They put all together. And this is another blessing for this church. And right. many, many, a lot of blessings that I received right. from this place, from this home, right. this house here, Church of Nazarene. 
Yeah, I'm so blessed. Yeah, I remember your uh, wedding a couple years ago. I think it was the first bilingual wedding that I've ever attended. Uh, Pastor Sam spoke in uh, Spanish, and uh, Pastor Margaret did the English portion of the service. And uh, it was just, it was great. It was an experience, kind of like heaven. It'll be by, yeah. by, like Pentecost, where yeah. everybody will speak in their own language, and everybody yeah, yeah. will understand everybody. Yeah, yeah there's a sonority. Uh, Pastor Margaret, too, yeah. I, say, I can't remember all the names at the moment, but it was yeah. a many, many of the staff, pastor and everybody. Uh, right. uh, yeah, that was a, a wonderful moment. Yeah, I was never anyway on that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my knee shaking that day, but it was a wonderful, beautiful moment. And right. everybody that day right. here, thank you so much to this church for all they do for yeah. myself and for all they do for yeah. everybody, for the community and everybody. Yeah. Amen. I echo that. Thank you. And also, it was cool that you had you brought up Guatemala and how God has used you to minister to the people there. And uh, if a couple trips there that you've made and uh, some fundraisers I know you've done here to help raise money to be able to go there and minister there. Renee, thank you for joining me on Front Porch Talks today and sharing your testimony. It's been great to hear it and great to have you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Grace, for the beautiful invitation. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. You know, so. Yeah. Hey, buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Yeah, so that's okay, what I was going to yeah, say. I was going to say thank you for helping teach me Spanish. Gracias. Gracias. Yeah. Gracias. De nada. There you go. You got it. <laughs> we thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I uh, pray that as you've listened to Renee Torres' testimony, that it has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Front Porch Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Front Porch Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.